Shalom and welcome everyone to the Universal Garden of Emuna. I'm Yonatan Galed. You are beautiful people and we're here as always in the holy city of Jerusalem in the Chut Shel Chesed Yeshiva directed by our beloved teacher and spiritual guide Rabbi Shalom Arush who is the author of this amazing work of art, spiritual work of art. And I'm very happy to be here with you. This is amazing that we can meet uh, in these crazy days. We're going through the entire entire humanity humanity and everybody is going through this this virus and the world seems to be changing maybe preparing for something hopefully better we believe that that's that's what it is and we have the opportunity to be here together and to learn the secrets of the creation the secrets of the creator himself that teaches us how to go through every situation in life. Also this hard times we're going through, we have a way and it's working. It worked and it's working now and it will always work because the creator of the universe is the one who gave us this amazing knowledge. So let's start directly. You know, we start off with a little joke to smile a little bit. Uh, it's a knock-knock joke. Let's see, let's see how, it, how it goes. Someone's knocking, yes? Knock-knock. Who's there? Atch. Atchu. Bless you. Atchu. <laughs> Atchu. Bless you. It's a good way to receive a blessing, a free blessing from a friend. So you can try that at home. And you can send us jokes, you know. We've got a special mail for jokes. Yonatan jokes at gmail.com Yonatan, that's Y-O-N-A-A-T-A-N dot jokes at gmail.com and also a mail for general issues that you want to write us or ask something and that's Yonatan dot emuna Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N dot E-M-U-N-A at gmail.com So waiting to hear from you and send us jokes and uh, nice things yes excellent so let's continue we started uh, it was actually last week we talked about something very important a love letter from the creator we learned together that the hard times and all the tries and tribulations we're going through in life they're actually a, a letter of love of the Creator. The problem is that we don't know how to read it. We don't understand the language. So we can't understand what's the message here, what's, what's written here. If you don't know to read the Chinese, so the letters look to, to you like, you know, I don't know, funny uh, I don't know, drawings. But no, those are letters. There's something written here. So the Creator sends us all the time Let's call it hints, messages. And there's a big question. Why does he send us messages that we can't understand? 
How is it that the Creator writes us letters of love or speaks to us in a language we don't understand? That's really... you need to understand it. So the question is already the answer. The Creator doesn't send us messages we can't understand. It means that we need to do a certain work. We have to put a little bit of effort to try to understand the message. And the first step is to understand there is a message here. Because the problem is that a lot of times we, we don't think there's a message in the problems we're going through, in all kinds of changes that we're going to, through, challenges that arrived at our doors. We don't think there's a message there. There's a problem. We need to deal with it. So we go to this person, we ask advice here, and we do that, and this, and that. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> That's not the way that emuna shows us. Emuna means the pure, simple, perfect faith in the one above, in the creator of the universe, the one and only. And emuna means that whatever happens in life, it's got a purpose, it's got meaning, it's got the teaching inside, and we need to just stop one second and try to understand what's going on here. Let's see. The Creator is speaking to me right now. He's communicating with me. So stop running to this lawyer and to this uh, psychologist. Wait, wait. You can do all that after afterwards. Now try to see, try to understand. If there's a message here from my Father in heaven, then that means He's speaking in my language. It's just that I'm not paying attention. I'm not concentrated. I'm, I'm all into other things. So just stop and try to understand the messages. And a person that understands uh, the message the hint doesn't need to receive more hints and more messages. He knows how to rectify immediately what he needs to do and go forward until the next message will arrive for your own good. Someone loves you. Someone watches over you. Someone wants to guide you to the right place and not leave you in the same place, rotting, not growing, or going to a terrible other place, places. There's someone here that loves you, the Creator, your Father in Heaven. You want to call Him Almighty God, whatever you want to call Him. He's the one that created everything and loves you. You are His creation. You are His loved, beloved daughter, son. So let's see, let's try to understand these uh, love letters and see how it works so we can get used to live correctly and have an amazing, sweet and beautiful life when we can understand the messages. So we are in, the, in page number 58. And the title is this. A little hint, a little hint suffices for the wise. For a wise person, a little hint is more than enough. But someone that isn't so smart, he needs another hint and a stronger hint. And sometimes the, the hint becomes a hit because 
You need to wake him up. It's like a horse, sleeping horse. You're saying, let's go. Giddy up. Let's go. And he's sleeping, so you need to help him to wake up. So let's see. Let's, let's not be like the horse. Let's be like the wise man. So a little hint suffices for the wise. A wise person pays attention to details. A little hint from the Creator is sufficient to stimulate his thinking and prod him into action. It's enough. Yet, a fool, that's a nicer word, a fool, <laughs> not to say something worse, a fool doesn't wake up unless he is coerced. Furthermore, the fool doesn't admit fault and frequently continues in his spiritual slumber even after he begins to suffer. And that's, that's a shame, because he will continue suffering. Because someone is trying to wake him up, and he just turns to the other side. So if that someone is serious, and he's got a meaning in trying to wake him up, he will continue to try to wake him up in a stronger way. And that someone, our Father in Heaven, wants the best for us, and he won't give up on us. He will continue to try to wake, up, wake us up. We need to know. The Creator is like a loving shepherd. Even more so, He's a loving father. But let's take the example of a, of a shepherd. The Creator is like a loving shepherd. As soon as one of His flock strays, He calls him to return, come back. This is a call of love. For the wise, a hint is sufficient. But the fools need sirens woo, and alarms. Yeah, you need something strong to make them understand something is happening. Sirens and alarms. Even life's most difficult deficiencies are for a person's ultimate good. That's, that's, that's something we need to remember. Everything, even life's most difficult deficiencies are for a person's ultimate good. Everything is moving us forward to that greater good that waits for us. Only the Creator knows a person's optimal path and ultimate objective. This is concealed from the person himself. That's the test. That's the exam, let's call it, in the school of life. If you know the answers, that's, that's not, not a test, not an exam. So this is concealed from the person himself. For that reason, the Creator must sometimes upset a person's plans and prevent him from going in wrong directions. That is similar to a person that's got something on his eyes. He's like a blind person and he thinks he needs to go for, forward. He thinks this is the way to go. He's got his eyes covered and someone that cares about him, from far away sees that this person, his friend, his son, his brother, is going straight forward to an abyss. He's going to fall off a cliff. So what, what will this person do? What would he do? He will call him, hey, Jerry, don't go there. But his friend doesn't hear. There's winds, he can't hear. 
He's trying he's trying to, to, to jump, to, to wave his hands, but the friend is going to another direction. He's got his eyes covered. So what can this friend do after trying everything? What would you do? Your friend, your son, your sister, your brother is going, you know, like sleepwalking and going into, I don't know, an abyss. I don't know how many feet down. Certain death. What would you do? You have nothing. You, what, what can you do? You know what you, you would do? Tell me if I'm right. If you find a little stone or a rock, you will take it in your hands and throwing in his direction. And if he doesn't notice something fell around him, you will even try to hit him in his legs. And if that doesn't help, in his upper body, and sometimes even in his head, it's it better that he will lose conscious and fall down on the ground than that he will fall and die. Are you, do you agree? Agree with me? I know it sounds a little violent, but we're trying to save a person's life. We're trying to help him. Also the Creator, He calls each and every one of His creations, His sons, His daughters, in a very subtle, delicate way. But we are so stubborn sometimes and so stuck in, in things that we can't hear. We can't hear. We, we, we're, we're in this. Sometimes we don't want to hear. So the Creator you know, takes the volume a little bit, <laughs> makes it a bit stronger, sends a hint that is stronger. And that's not comfortable, let's say it that way. It's not something you would like. But that's what we said. You want to be wise or you want to be a fool? Because it's for your own good. Sometimes a, per a person, after he crashes, he understands that, whoa, there were so many hints and messages along the way, and I, was, I, I didn't want to see them. Why didn't I open my eyes? Why didn't, do, why didn't I do something? No, I was so stuck on this thing I wanted. So that's the way the Creator does. A person must observe the occurrences of his life and discern the Creator's messages in attempt to determine what the Creator wants from him. Even though a deficiency in life is painful, sometimes extremely so, in essence, there is nothing more complete than a deficiency. Yeah, you heard correctly. There is nothing more complete than a deficiency. That sounds contradictory. But, intrinsically, it is not. Why? Let's see. By way of a particular deficiency, a person acquires a Muna and accomplishes the particular mission that his soul was sent down to this world to do. Now it can reach the purpose of life. Therefore, a person must thank the Creator for life's deficiencies, for they, for they help a person to fulfill his purpose in life. With such an attitude, a person can be unconditionally happy always. Unconditionally happy always. His happiness doesn't depend on certain drinks or certain chemicals, if you know what I, what I mean, 
or other things, he's, he, he, he feels inside of him. He's got everything he needs inside. He's full of good things inside. He doesn't need, need things from the outside. That even when a person takes those things from the outside, he feels what? For a few seconds, minutes, hours, a day, and then disappears and he feels worse. So here, here we see a receipt for life. A person strives to succeed and makes the right turn, wants to turn right. But the Creator blocks him. He turns to the left, but the Creator blocks that lane too. A person without a Muna gets angry. What's going on here? What is this? Without a Muna, He's a candidate for bitterness and frustration, regarding himself as a loser. But with Emuna, he's not upset. He knows there's a purpose. He knows it's for his best. He's not upset. He knows that he is in the loving hands of divine guidance, so he doesn't lose his composure. Father is taking me along the way. He knows what doors to close for me, and which doors to open for me. A person with a Muna believes that even his lack of success is for his own good. He tries to determine the path that the Creator wants him to take. The left didn't work, the right was blocked, so he goes straight and ultimately succeeds. Succeeds. As such, his obstacles, tribulations, and deficiencies were all beneficial, for they helped guide him on the right path. The more a person is aware of and heeds these divine hints and messages, the happier he is. But if the person lacks a Muna, he's disoriented, confused, and perpetually lost in life. The more stubborn and inattentive he is, the less are his chances of rectification. He came to this world and he can't reach his rectification, his spiritual rectification. Simply speaking, the disciple, the discipled child doesn't need the whip. By the same token, the more a person has a Muna, the less he needs tribulations to spiritually, spiritually arouse him. And he understands the messages around him. A person without a Muna resembles the stubborn child who thinks he knows better than everyone else, better than his parents and his teachers. He will teach them. He will show them the way. They got, they've got a life experience. They failed. They went from, for the, through this path. For that, from that, in that path, they know this one is not working, this one is better. And he, who's got, in this example, three, five years old, he knows better. This is not serious. By refusing to listen to his parents or to anyone else, he alone makes life difficult for himself. And that's a, that's a shame. Let's read a little, another little part and conclude this part. Lack of communication, that is something that exists. Lack of communication with our surroundings, people around us. Lack of, lack of communication with ourselves. 
A lot of times we don't understand ourselves. And there's a lack of communication with the, with the one above. That is also above, also here. He's everywhere, the Creator. A person who ignores the Creator's hints and messages, both subtle and outright, lives with a lack of communication with the Creator. He refuses to respond to the Creator's attempts to guide him, obstinately ignoring pinches, kicks, and other attempts to wake him up. His life is one continued story of suffering. And he can't understand why things don't go his way. He's stubborn. He wants this way. But life, okay, life is telling you go that way. And what do we mean when we say life? The creator of life. The creator of life, which we call Hashem, the creator of all worlds. He brings you all these situations in life to guide you. And you're like a stubborn, no, head first to the wall. There's a wall here. No, I want to go this way. But there's no door. The door is there. No, I want this way. Okay, so have fun. What can I tell you? You're hurting yourself. You need to understand that. And then you're asking, why is life so terrible, so bad? Life is great. Life is amazing. Life is beautiful. The problem is that we don't know how to live. It's like every, anything you do in life and you don't know how to drive. You go on a car for the first time in your life and say, oh, driving is terrible. You crash into, <laughs> into walls, you crash into other cars. What is this? It's dangerous. Yes, because you don't know to drive. You don't know how to drive. Learn how to drive. You will enjoy driving. <laughs> I'm going for a drive, you know, just to relax. So that's important. A person who clings to bodily lust and disdains good sense is certainly a candidate for suffering. He continues trying to satiate his bodily appetites and has no idea what the Creator is trying to convey to him. Since he's, since he's spiritually deaf, the Creator must stimulate him with painful tribulations, for otherwise he doesn't listen. Like the example we, we gave. You see a person going to fall off a cliff and he doesn't hear you, he doesn't see you, you throw a rock at him. It's better that he will receive a little pain from the rock than that he will fall to his death. A person on the path of truth insists on performing the Creator's will. He taxes the limits of his understanding to try his best to do what the Creator wants him to do, even if it's not exactly what he might want to do. He isn't stubborn in his own ways, and he's receptive to the Creator's messages. He searches for the Creator's truth, not for his own version of the truth. That's a big problem. People invent their own version of truth. That's how all kinds of religions were formed, all kinds of ideas, and people got confused and got lost, all kinds of ideologies, and that's a shame. The Creator wanted to communicate with mankind. He knows what to do. He sent His message, we will learn. He sent it in a way you can't take it to a wrong place. It's got all the spiritual locks to make His message and His guidance 
go from one generation, pass from one generation to the other. And that's what we're trying to share. And we'll learn about it a little bit later. But don't go for a fake, fake truth. We're living in a world of fake news. Don't go with fake truth. Go with the right one that is easily to verify and, and, and see that it's the truth. We'll learn about that. So as we said, a person searches a real person, a person that wants to go on the right path. He searches for the Creator's truth, not for his own version of the truth. He therefore saves himself countless wars and struggling that are for nothing, in vain. With the Creator's help, we'll learn in this book, in this workshop, in these videos, how to understand what the Creator wants from us in every aspect of life so that we'll accomplish our ultimate purpose. Instead of suffering, we'll taste the taste of paradise in this life. And we will merit our place in the world to come as well. So we're going to enjoy from both worlds. This world in the best way and after 120, hopefully, in the world to come. So, dear people, we're going through hard times. But there is a beam of light in this darkness, the way of Amuna. What we're trying to share here, let's put it, in, put it in practice. Let's take it to our life. Let's not just hear, you know, someone speaking, a little joke. Let's, let's be serious with our lives. Just like you know how to be serious, I don't know, with your relationship or perhaps, or your business or other things. Be serious about this because this is life itself. And this includes everything you ever dreamed of. Business, uh, love, relationship, family, adventures, whatever. Everything is here. If we will learn how to live correctly, we'll have everything in the best possible way. I bless you all. I'm very happy to be with you. Please send us mails. Uh, write down below, below messages, whatever you want, comments. We want to hear you, we want to see how you're doing, and we've got homework for today. Let's see who takes what we learned today and starts opening his eyes and finding difficult things in life and trying to understand them through the light of Amuna. What is, what is this uh, difficulty I'm going through? What's the message behind it? What are the hints in my life? I would like to hear from you in the comments, message, uh, com comments, messages, whatever, mails. How are you doing? Did you try this uh, little homework? Don't worry. If you don't do your homework, we'll take care of you, but in a soft way. <laughs> try it for yourself so we can soon see this world much better this entire beautiful world, uh, rectified world, a world full of emuna, of gratitude, of happiness, may it be rapidly, rapidly in our days. <laughs> Amen.